1: Heyo, welcome to Design Huddle. This is a podcast for anyone that wants to get inspired and learn how to build cool stuff with cooler people. We interview designers, creators, influencers, and sometimes just chat about interesting design topics. We'll hit on things like product design, UX best practices, and how you can up-level your personal brand. This podcast is hosted by myself, ya boy, Ryan Warrender, a UX designer and taco enthusiast based in New York City, and Brendan Gross, a digital strategist for Fortune 500 companies. We started this podcast to learn from each other, the community, and most important, you, the listeners. So thank you for tuning in, and let's dive in to today's episode of Design Huddle. Let's go.
0: We have an awesome episode today. We're going to be talking about the differences between UX versus CX. So, everyone knows UX, user experience, CX, customer experience. So, we're going to dive into this topic, but I want to start very high level. What are the origins of these terms? Well, the term UX started, you know, in the 90s. That's why Brendan are always talking about how this is a newer career. There's never been a better time to transition to it. But the coin the the term UX was coined by Don Norman, who used to be the vice president of product design at Apple. If you listen to our previous po- podcast with Michael Janda, we talk a little bit about that. But, you know, this the, the phrase of user experience is relatively new. That's besides the point, but Everyone knows what UX is if you're listening to this podcast. UX is basically all aspects of the end user's interaction with the company. It's the services, it's his products, it's all inclusive. And the CX, the CX is kind of this newer term that has sprouted up. I would say it's kind of the newest like, ver, you know, variation that you know a lot of, I, I would almost call it a buzzword that a lot of businesses are using, but there's a guy named Tony Hilson who runs a service design Um, I think in New Zealand, and basically he kind of coined it as this idea where customer experience is how customers perceive their interactions with your company. So immediately, you know, it's pretty obvious, right? UX focuses on the end user as the person using the product or service. CX, customer experience, concentrates on the customer and how the customer is, you know, using your product or service. Ultimately, how are they buying it? Um, is like one way to think about it. That's a that's a general intro. But Brendan, what, what are your thoughts on the topic? Have you gotten questions about this? Are you confused by it? Where do you land?
2: This is actually, <clears throat> of course, our industry is hella renowned for CX, UX, all the all the acronyms. I think even when I was at a, a conference one time, um, they even they even brought customer experience as another different type of acronym. So this this thing is thrown around a lot. So with that, how I like to see this in just like in a simplified term, uh, CX is seen as an umbrella that UX user experience is under. So just like Ryan said, customer experience, and just to be a little bit more specific, customer experience is anything from customer service, the actual advertisements of a brand, how the brand is actually perceived, the sales process of that brand, um, you know, from everything, from their pricing, the way they deliver their product, and so on and so forth. And again, UX, the user experience, is in and under the umbrella of the customer experience. And that is, as we know, the usability. Um, the visual aspect, the information architecture, content, and uh, j- you know, just the user research. So just for that, that's like think of what we're going to be talking about today. CX as the umbrella that UX is also under. So Ryan, I'm gonna throw it back at you.
0: Yeah, I mean that's a great breakdown, right? So UX is a is a subset of customer experience. So let's like dive a little bit into like I think obviously Design Huddle we talk a ton about UX process and people that have been in the industry for a while, but CX is really, you know, is how users are perceiving different aspects of a company. Like, one example is, like, how do customers perceive your customer service? Like, a good example of this is Zappos, right? So Zappos was a shoe company that was acquired by Amazon, but before they were acquired by Amazon, they were actually known not just for their shoes, but for their customer service. There's, like, this famous use case that I remember reading from college where... Their customer service rep, like, I think Zappos made a mistake from, like, a distribution perspective. And they actually sent the end user flowers to, like, say, sorry that, you know, your shoes were late. And basically, like, it picked up a lot of traction. And Zappos slowly became known as this, cu- this, this uh, company that, like, thrives and is, like, you know, represents what good customer service really is. So that's, that's one way of how users perceive CX. Another example is, you know, the advertising strategy. How do c- consumers perceive your advertising strategy? The most obvious for me that comes along ever since I was little, I always thought Nike had like the coolest advertisements. You know, I, you know, I played a lot of sports, I watch a lot of sports. I've always thought Nike was like this premier brand, and I think a lot of it had to do with advertising. Ever, you know, everything from, you know, Michael Jordan and, you know, 90s basketball all the way up until like, you know, modern day athletes, you know, including like LeBron James, so that, that advertising, another big bucket of c x another one is brand reputation, so brand reputation is like when people when people hear the name of a, a company or product, what is the what what are they associated with so one of the one of the companies that I think has an incredible brand reputation is Lego it's a you know a classic toy, very popular. And it's just known as, like, this playful, fun, high-quality toy that people enjoy around the world. So So, so far we've touched on customer service, advertising, and brand reputation. So, two more to think about is pricing. So, pricing is also a part of your customer experience. So, how you are setting the price of the services you provide or the products you're selling is also a representation of your overarching customer experience. So one example of this is when, you know, Netflix, right? You have this incredible library of content and, you know, when it started, I think it was only like, I don't know, $7.99 and then $8.99 and then $9.99. Still relatively inexpensive subscription model for the amount of content that you're providing. When you think about the old way of doing it, you were paying, you know, five or six bucks to watch a, a given movie. So pricing was how Netflix, as well as a really good, you know customer you know uh as well as a really good interface that's how they differentiated themselves in the market and the last one that I'll hit on is uh product delivery so what does the actual packaging look like i mean there's a million companies out there that do this well um the one that i think is uh i don't know brendan if you know this company it's called rx bar but they just list the ingredients on the cover so they take a very minimal approach I don't, I don't know that I've even eaten it before, but I know the brand just because they're in like every bodega in New York. And the branding and the minimalism stands out. And there's a ton of people, you know, um, that we've had on this podcast that are way better at product design than Brendan and I, but product design is an integral part of customer experience. So those are those are the topics, those are some things to think about, again, just to summarize how users perceive customer experience Customer service, advertising, brand reputation, pricing, and product delivery. Those are the five big ones that come to mind when I think about CX.
2: What did I miss, Brendan? No, that's really spot on. And for those of you guys who are listening who are like, you know, now that you have an understanding of like the umbrella, but for those of you guys who are still trying to bridge the gap of like, you know, guys, I hear you guys talking, but I'm a UX designer. I'm a UI designer. How exactly is this? what is all this information going to do for me now this is everything if you're a avid listener of um, design huddle the reason that we're having this uh, you know episode today is because these are the things that the top-of-the-line designers understand outside of UX this is what makes them not only um, good managers good leaders or creative leaders um, and even you know through understanding this this is what allows them to be executives because they understand the entire customer experience of the brand that they're working with so contextualizing this how is what we went over Uh, for somebody who's listening, who's a UI designer, UX designer. How did understanding these things help you create a better user experience? Um, And it's very simple. Understanding how customer service or really, we're going to go back to one word. We're going to simplify it even more. We've been talking a lot about perception here. Users perceive the brand or business through these different lenses of customer service, advertisements, brand reputation, the sales process, pricing, delivery, etc. How can we take the perception of these different channels and basically make it make these different channels so much smoother through our expertise, which is user experience. So that's why we're having this discussion here, because Ryan and I are very avid, um, you know, we're great designers, but we are trying to, you know, Pushback into um, those of you guys who are coming into the industry, and those of you who are already in the industry um, who are excellent at your craft. But you know, the next level of this is understanding the entire, um, you know, ecosystem of what it is that you're trying to refine when it comes to user experience. It's not just something that's an app. It's not just something that is digital. You're making something look pretty, and you're not just streamlining to be the top of the top designer or um, if you're really trying to move up the ladder, whether you're in corporate or um, trying to be high-paid, um, I was about to say high-paid design assassin, but whatever, you know, a high-paid consultant, you have to understand everything outside of user experience to do your job really well as a consultant in that area.
0: Yeah, I mean, that that's a that's a great point. And just to kind of, like, put, you know, Brendan's explanation into, like, to make it a little bit more Easy to digest for everyone is let's like take let's take an example right so I'm in New York and I get on the subway and I see an ad for you know like a new pair of Nikes so I see those Nikes I see that ad that basically is the first spark the first you know um, it, it's the beginning of the customer experience for me so I see their advertisement okay nothing happens after the first day second day third day. I, I see the ad one more time the fourth day, and I'm like, you know what? I'm looking at it. I st- spend more time staring at the ad. And I'm like, wow, those shoes are actually kind of cool. So you know what happens? I, you know, I exit the subway, and I walk into a coffee shop, and I sit down, and I go to Nike.com, and I search for the product. And you know, what just happened is I went from the customer experience of the advertising, and then I just dip my toe into the user experience. So the, the how good is their, their website or their app? So, you know, now that I'm in the user experience, I'm looking at how easy is it to navigate from, you know, the, the home page, the product detail page, how easy is it to, you know, search for the product I'm looking for. So, you know, all of those things are in consideration. So let's say I find the shoes I like, I found them, it's very similar to the ad, the pricing is good, there's a deal today, there's 20% off, I like that. Value prop also included says 30-day you know free returns. That's another part that's built into both the UX and the CX. I order the shoes. Okay, I wait, I wait, I wait. The shoes come in two days. That's a great customer experience. I open the box. The, pop, the, the shoes are packaged very nice. They're in kind of this like sleek box. They look good. I take them out. They smell good. Everything from the unpackaging to putting them on my feet, that is the end of the customer experience. So we went from seeing the ad to having the physical product and wearing it. The UX piece was in the middle. So you can see how having a good understanding of, of a customer's journey from start to finish ultimately makes you a more valuable team member and really a more more. Uh, like you, you're a designer that better understands how to help cross-functional teams. So just to summarize that, the UX, again, is ensuring that you have a good experience on the website, the digital interface that the user is using. The CX, the customer experience, is ensuring a good experience at every touch point of service. So every single time someone interacts with your product or your brand, you delight them and you leave them with a very, you know, positive or delightful
2: experience. That's perfect. I think that, that I think that should be that's really that's just wrapped up as uh that should be our final point, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that I you know, mean, was very well and like, concise. Uh, like I was just like, stop it right there. We're good. And yeah. That was good.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, yeah, I think that's that. That's just like the. I think you know, thinking of real world examples is where most people can you know relate to this. Mm-hmm. And like the the other th- the other way that I've heard this like the metaphor that I like is like everyone has seen the diagram of like the you know an iceberg, right? Yeah. Where you have the tip of the iceberg, the thing you can actually see as the UX, and Then the customer experience is all of the iceberg that's underwater. It's all of those kind of invisible touch points that users are constantly thinking about. And, of course, like, there is, and the thing is, like, it doesn't really matter, CX and UX. What does matter is that you care about the customer service. You have empathy for your users. You're figuring out what the right pricing is. You're understanding how your marketing should be consistent across your visual ads, your, you know, digital ads, your branding of your site, and, you know, your actual physical packaging of your products. It's looking at everything holistically. So if someone says I'm an expert in CX, I'm an expert in UX, it doesn't really matter. What you should be able to demonstrate is that you understand the customer's journey and you understand how to leave, you know, how to help craft, you know, amazing experiences like some of the brands that and companies that we've already um, that we've already mentioned. So a lot of different ways to think about this, and the the like, we can kind of we we could easily deliver more on each of these topics. But the one for me that I think a lot of people, you know, don't think a lot about, is the is that support piece. Um, it's very easy to have, you know, a really well-priced product. And the reason is, is that support, when I think about support, I don't know about you, Brendan, but I usually have like a very like, like a dread, like I hate calling customer support numbers. It's very frustrating. And, you know, I've had, I've had roles and like I, when I was in college, I was a like, you know, a technical support lead. And the one thing that it taught me is that you need to leave users like delighted, like you're doing something like they're usually coming in frustrated and, you know, they're not, you're not in a good headspace. But if you can have the empathy to figure out what their problem is, make it better and go a little bit above and beyond to exceed their expectations That's what's going to relieve, like, you know, a positive um, reflection of the brand. And a lot of times we think about, like, how do we get more conversions? How do we get more people buying our products or signing up for our services? But what really matters is getting first-time users to become lifelong customers. And the only way you can do that is by doing the little things right, having good customer support, you know, packaging the items to stand out and, like, use some of the best practices out there. Pricing correctly, giving the users sales and making making them feel like they're getting, you know, the best deal possible. And obviously, creative advertising. You know, it's really important to try to get your brand to stand out there, especially if, you know if you're a newer company or a newer product, and you're or you're launching a newer product. So um, that's my take. I I think customer experience again doesn't need to be this complicated thing. That's the main takeaway for this episode. But I hope all of this resonates with anybody that's a UXer that says, you know, I keep hearing this buzzword, but I'm not really sure how UX fits into it. And the bottom line is this, is that use your UX skills. They absolutely will bleed into the customer experience and find opportunities and provide feedback of where you think, you know, you can improve the customer experience.
2: Spot on. Guys, I don't got anything to say on that one. That was nice tied in a bow by your boy, Ryan Warrender.
0: I was, I was feeling, I was feeling it. I was like walking home with my buds in today. And I was like, this is a really interesting topic. And we're all, we're all consumers. We're always buying stuff and we're, everybody could be an expert in customer experience. You know what you like and what you don't like. Good experiences stand out. Those are the brands you like to buy from. And the ones that you don't, um, you know, like those are the experiences where like that are miserable. Like for me, it's like time Warner in New York is like brutal. Like I, it's like, they're like I can't stand certain companies at the same time. Um, but I like to think about the companies that like really delight and leave you coming back you know, for more. So be one of those companies that delights, exceeds expectations. Be one of those people that rallies people around and thinks about um, all aspects of CX. And yeah, that was a quick, quick summary. But thank you guys for joining today on Design Huddle. Um, as you know, Brendan and I are looking to hear more from you. We have been big advocates of the Design Huddle community as it being a conversation. We want to hear what you guys want to see more content of. We want to hear your questions. So we, in, the, in the next couple weeks, we want to do an Ask Us Anything. So submit your questions to um, at Brendan Gross, at Ryan Warrender, or at uh, Design Huddle Time on Instagram. We're going to take the best questions and craft an episode um, that literally will answer anything and everything that you guys are interested in. So we highly recommend checking that out. You have probably heard some ads from us too for voice messages. You can also leave us a voice message with positive, or you know, even critical feedback. Brendan and I are obviously designers. We're always trying to make this podcast better and more tailored, you know, to our audience. Um, Brendan, anything else I missed? I know I'm like on a heater. I crushed a lot of coffee today. <laughs> It's reverse.
2: I didn't have my coffee today. I came from a run and Ryan was ready to throw some fire on the mic. Um, no, that is it, guys. Other than that, you know, you got some hot value today. Make sure to add your voice. What is it? Voice messages? Voice memos? Basically, regardless, yeah. let us know what you want to hear on the upcoming episodes of Design Huddle and in finale or in, in closing, whichever one it is, leave a review. Thank you. Have a good night. <laughs> Yo, you.
1: Design Huddle is a podcast that is hosted by Ryan Warner and Brennan Gross. The opinions stated here are our own and not those of our company. Thank you for tuning in and please feel free to share this episode.